When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Werewolf. Werewolf at night. That's not the name of the show. I don't want to go all nard dog and punch a hole in the wall. Have to go to management, anger management uh, class. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So, uh, before I get into this, Mahomes versus Dak and Cowboys and Chiefs, and why I think this game means a lot to uh, one Patrick Mahomes, kind of what's taken over tonight is something I didn't know that I wanted to get this much uh, notoriety, but, it, you know, you just sometimes you wing it, right? You never know when your last day is going to be. Uh, in sports radio, and, uh, well, you just got to keep going every day like it is your last. And so, long story short, I fell down the stairs. I'm Trust me, I'm 34. I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm with it. I'm not, I'm not losing it yet, I don't think. Um, but uh, I fell down the stairs. My foot got caught in the railing, and the one thing that got caught was the pinky toe. I think it went 90 degrees left. And then I didn't know if it was broken. The picture is on Twitter. It's on 610 Sports Radio or 610 Sports KC's Twitter handle. Uh, the picture of my disgusting toe. We both, myself and Julio Sanchez tonight, we both agree that it's broke. That's not what we're looking for. Um, we're A, looking for medical advice. I have medical insurance. You know, I have insurance. I can go to a doctor. But, I, but I've been told, which is a lot of what I've been told from the text line, is tape ice elevation. My only question is, do you think I'm okay to continue with the 5K tomorrow? I think I'm fine. I think I'm going to be okay. I'm just going to power walk it, and then afterwards I can ice it, smash some biscuits and gravy, and be okay. I mean, Twitter is the place we should be going for medical advice. I would. So, you know, from the, the people A1, speak. Yeah, and from the J Southland Toe Service text line, more power to you if you have a story about this, and maybe we can get into some old man injuries here in a little bit. Um from the 816, Dusty, that thing is big broken. You ain't getting paid to run the 5K. Yeah, Sit it out. <laughs> Sit it out, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, but I guess when you get in a relationship, there's nothing more um, more gut-wrenching than you on the finish line holding a sign that says, go, babe, and it's your girlfriend finishing it. What What if you got – could you do it on crutches? Or or what if you we got you a little cart? No. What if we got you a cart and nope, you just rode that's, alongside? That's not it, man. I mean, that would be entertaining. Yeah, well. From the 913, hell yeah, the dirty werewolf on tonight. F yeah, love it. Love Bink too, though. So likes me more. Sorry, Jay. Uh, but keep it nasty. That's what we do. We'll do that at the end. Speaking of keep it nasty, we'll do that at the very end of the show tonight. What you watching? Uh, the real ones. The real ones. You, you, you know what that segment's about. So you can let us know, uh, you know, what you're doing. 
This person, <laughs> the toe is keeping it nasty. It is the toe is nasty. Uh, this one from the eight one six. The texture who said pinky toes are useless is absolutely wrong. They are the central. They are central to balance, just like pinky fingers are central to grip strength. I first thing I did when I saw that is I started to uh, do my golf swing, and I noticed that the pinky kind of holds it all out. It, it it keeps it where it's at. Lauer, it's your world, brother. What's up? <laughs> what's up, Lycan? You, man, what's going on? Man, I'm hearing your story right now, and that's kind of cracking me up. You sound like me last year. Yeah, you broke the foot. Yep, See, yep. You saw me hobbling around in that, uh, on the crutches and all that stuff. Yeah, but you broke a foot. I broke a pinky toe. I think it's a little bit different. Do you think I should do the 5K tomorrow? No, you should not. Oh, Take come on. Rest it, man. Seriously, I, man. I can't sit it out. I worked all day today, worked last night, did fine. I, I was good. It's just a little sore. I'm good. Hey, man, I got a boot. You can borrow if you want it. Everybody wants me to borrow a boot. I can't borrow the boots. I got to I gotta go through with it, Brandon. I got to keep going, man. Hey, do what you want to do, brother, but just looking out for your best interest. So your advice is skip the 5K, be a cheerleader, and just go to breakfast. Pretty much, I guess. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the phone call. Have a good night. Always good to hear from you, Lauer. Um we get back into sports. We'll get back to the foot here a little bit later. Uh, Twitter, I guess we can go to that. That's what everybody, that's where Julio says I'm getting a lot of advice from Twitter. Hell yeah, Wolfman, walk that noise off. Tape it up, bro. You won't be able to run if broken. Won't be able to get shoe on. Got my shoe on, was able to run, was able to walk, was able to jog, was even able to jog. Run by CVS slash Walgreens on your way home and buy over-the-counter uh, medicine patch along with first aid tape and maybe a bunion pad. What is a bunion pad? It's a pad for a bunion to stop it from, you know, friction. You know? Mm, okay. I mean, that's a solid, a solid piece of advice. If you run, if you want to run, cut the patch into small drips, put one over the other toe along the edge, tape the other end toe. And then, so I should just tape it up really. Tape it up, numb it. You're good to go. Rub Dri- some dirt on it. Dribble some Robitussin on it. <laughs> don't, I don't know if that would work, <laughs> but you know. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, if the Warrior Princess in Kansas can win a 1A state cross-country championship with a broken bone in her leg, you can do it with proper medication. Babe. Yeah, suck it up. There you go, Suck Pat. it up. Yeah, see, hey, Come on. Erroneous, you told me not to do it. I mean, that is still my stance, but I'm here to encourage. <laughs> it's not in my toe. From so. the 785, yep, it's broke. Take the toes <laughs> together and go for it. Oh, man, that's awesome. Anyways, back in uh, Werewolf at Night this Sunday, Dak versus Mahomes, Cowboys versus Chiefs, Jerry versus Clark, whatever you want to call this game, I personally think that this game means a lot to Patrick Mahomes, and I will say this because of one and only reason that I can truly believe in this, and that is because Patrick Mahomes is from Texas. Patrick Mahomes' favorite player growing up was Des Bryant, and Patrick Mahomes' team that he watched root for was the Dallas Cowboys. Now, you can ask anybody in the world, if I were to go to Minnesota or if I were to go to Los Angeles and do radio, which who knows if that would ever happen, but let's say I did, I'm going to follow very close attention to the Chiefs and the Royals no matter where I go in Sporting KC. No matter where I go in my life, I'm always going to have some sort of close niche to that. You look at Nick Wright, who once sat in this chair and talked about the Chiefs and the Royals and LeBron and all that stuff that a lot of people love to hear, and now he is on Fox Sports 1. 
and he keeps a lot of Chiefs information very clear and very evident of what he's doing and how he does it. It's his team. There's no way in my mind that I think that Patrick Mahomes has officially given up on the Dallas thing. Now, what I would love to see, and I mean this, is I would love this to be the first game this year in which we see that Michael Jordan side of Patrick Mahomes come bleeding out. There's a lot of times in the past where we have seen that warrior instinct that I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to watch it bleed and then have a cup of it. That's how Patrick Mahomes has been against certain teams. You saw him count. You saw him do the shrug. You saw him count again. You know he has all these mental blocks. And in the last two weeks, we've seen a little bit more of what we like to see in Mahomes come out. What makes him that quarterback that is feared, that is everyone is envy of, that makes him what the late great Therese Paler once said as a generational unicorn. And he had that throw against Green Bay and he pumped his fists and he was super emotional and everyone was like, maybe that's it. And then you have just the ass kicking of the Raiders last week where Mahomes was 405 touchdowns. How you doing? Back in the MVP conversation. 100%. And that's just not biased Homer talk of Kansas City Sports Radio. That is what is now a national programming across the country of what people are talking about. Because guess who flipped scripts? Stafford and Mahomes, Rams and Chiefs. Now people are going, is Matthew Stafford broken? Are the Rams still a playoff contender? Is Stafford still the MVP quarterback? That's where we're at there. And everybody else thinks Mahomes is back. That's one of many reasons why I think this game means a lot to Mahomes. Another reason is he's a sports kid. He's watched him his whole life. He knows exactly what this game means across the board. Your hometown team that you rooted for, your most favorable player who played for that team, and now you get a chance to play him in the house that you are slowly but surely building, and you have a chance to go out there and hang another 405 touchdown performance against America's team. I think we still call it that. Against Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, because you know many things will come out of that. If Mahomes, in fact, is better than Dak Prescott tomorrow, Sunday, and the Chiefs win in the way that I think the Chiefs will win, 31-20, I think what you'll see is the narrative will then not switch to were we wrong about the Chiefs, but the narrative will then be we have got to stop ever giving up on Patrick Mahomes or thinking that he can ever be broken. Because if he goes back-to-back weeks with nine touchdowns, 900 yards, if he were to throw for 500, let's say he goes four and four. That's 800 yards, eight touchdowns, and back-to-back games total. People will then be apologetic. They will then maybe digest what they've just seen in eight quarters from the Chiefs and Mahomes. And then all of a sudden, it'll be like, okay, wait, what were we doing putting up on pro football focus? Who's your MVP? Stafford, Derek Carr, or Kyler Murray? Last I checked, Kyler Murray's missed two games. Last I checked, Derek Carr and his Raiders have lost four of their last six. And last I saw, Matt Stafford's biggest news story was his wife throwing a pretzel at a fan. And then the last I heard about Patrick Mahomes was, well, that throw against the Packers. Well, then he just went for 504. 
Yeah. This game means a lot to one Patrick Mahomes, who is that guy that will cut your head off, watch it bleed, and drink the blood from a cup while you sit there in pain. Count on the fingers. Do the shrug. He's got that MJ mentality. And this is something that we could see bring out Pat, not Patrick. That's what I want to see Sunday. I want to see Pat Mahomes, not Patrick Mahomes. I want to see the guy that looks you in the eye, knows that you don't see it coming, and then from the sides, like a velociraptor, ends it. And a game like this in a primetime slot with the number one broadcasting team against the number one team in the nation when it comes to football, this is one of those games. When the light gets bright, the superstar in Patrick Mahomes gets a whole lot brighter. Somebody who's very bright and a very big superstar, especially in my mind, Josh Vernier, and he joins us next here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I really thought this was going to be the cars, but then I forgot it's radio and we can't play actual music. We'll get to Josh Vernier in just a second as we continue to the text line. I said I want to see Mahomes pull that inner Jordan out against Dak and the Cowboys. And then, of course, somebody says, Pat can't be Jordan. Jordan never lost a title game. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm aware of that. But he sure can look you in the eyes, rip your heart out, and watch your fans cry and be like, this is what it's going to be the next 10 years. 1-5, red and yellow. Joining us now on uh, the Werewolf at Night, my guy, good friend, Joshua Vernier, who somehow it's, there's always something when it comes to the Royals during this crazy football season. And today, they unveiled new uniforms. I feel like you're one of those guys at this point in your life, you're like, who cares? It matters what's underneath the uniform, not on the outside. What say you about them? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I, Maybe it's it's a Royals thing. I, I with all due respect to the Royals, they're not the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Yankees. Uh, they're not a team that's been around since you know the turn of the century, uh, last century. So no, no, I I really don't have. I, I'm I'm glad that it appears that the organization's going to make a bunch of money as people rush out to buy this gear. Um, and, and, and kudos to the people that are big fans. I know within my household, uh, my wife a few times has voiced her displeasure, but I think she's just one of many, Dusty, that you know. Uh, you're not going to be happy with anything. Uh, she, she wanted an all-royal blue mm. uniform. Uh, that, that was her idea. That's what she was hoping for. So KDV's pissed on the, on the, on the, on the uniform release. I don't think she'll be buying anything um, – that she wasn't already planning on buying. I think the Selvi jersey that uh, she has lined up right now is, is, is going to be the classic, not one of the, uh, the new ones that we saw today. You got to get her a custom-made one that just says 610 Vern. No, because uh, she, she, uh, she doesn't know how to bite her tongue in situations. Ah. Uh, so if she's out at the ballpark and... Your husband sucks. Yeah, right. Oh, She'll, man. You know... Good She'll stand her. up for me, which is why I love her, but... Tenacious. 
who knows nowadays, you know, you never, you never know what guy you run into and whether or not he has uh, any class whatsoever. She throwing a pretzel at somebody yelling at you? Uh, no, but, uh, <laughs> slugger, slugger threw a Jimmy John sandwich at me at spring training in 2017. I don't, um, I, I was sitting in the stands as a fan with, uh, my, my now wife and he just, he hurled a Jimmy John sandwich at me. I don't know if he was trying to hook me up with the Jimmy John sandwich or if he was trying to, uh, ruin my afternoon with the Jimmy John sandwich, but, uh, slugger and I, it's, you know, the, I don't think either one of us trust each other. Yeah, it's a very Newman and uh, Jerry relationship, you yeah. and Slugger. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, Vern, Kyle Zimmer gets DFA'd not too long ago. Roster moves being made. The future is bright. It's coming up. 2022 has always been the turn year. Is that, uh, is that where we're headed? Is this the, the start of many things beginning to fall forward? Well, it better be. It, it needs to be. Um, now, does that necessarily lead to the postseason in 2022. I'm certainly not going to expect that. I hope it happens. It could happen. I could uh, imagine a way and I could describe a way in which it does happen, but I'm not going to head to spring training at least. Now, maybe conversations, uh, maybe what I'm able to watch at spring training will, will change my mind, but I'm not going to expect the postseason. What I am expecting is you know, what J.J. Piccolo uh, told me a few weeks ago what, what he's expecting. And, and that is, uh, at this time next year, if MJ Melendez, Nick Prado, Bobby Witt Jr., if any of them have not made their big league debut, he would be uh, disappointed. And, and that's how I view it. I, I want to see those three. I expect Bobby Witt Jr. to be in the Rookie of the Year conversation. Um, I'm not going to put that on the back of, of Prado or Melendez just yet, but who knows uh, the, the, the kind of hitters that they showed to be last season at double A and triple A uh, who knows what they could do. And then, you know, we, we can get more and more excited about a, uh, maybe a healthy Hunter Dozier. Uh, we'll see what you get from Adalberto Mondesi. Nicky Lopez knows that uh, short sure, 2021 was nice, but major league baseball, uh, it's all about doing it consistently uh, Whit Merrifield needs to get back to what we've become accustomed to seeing from Whit Merrifield. So there's still plenty of uh, possible exclamation points on this team. But as we embark on the offseason, those possible exclamation points, I can understand if they're viewed by many as gigantic question marks. One of the questions I have is the season – that Sal Perez just had was was MVP-ish. And every once in a while in sports, we run into this where somebody just has one of those anomaly or just outlier types of years, and we got that with Shohei Otani this year. But there were many, many players this year in the AL that had what you would consider an MVP year, probably any year other than this one because a guy that could pitch and hit just did it both exceptionally well, and the award was already given out in June. How does one finish seventh in an award when it's a unanimous award given out by voters? I would, and, and, and putting up the kind of numbers that Salvi did playing the catching position, uh, you finish seventh by being on, uh, you know, the worst team. You know, you, you look at the guys for the most part, right? It's, it's, it's Matt Olson, it's Red Sox, it's Blue Jays, it's, I understand the Angels, but again, we just watched the greatest baseball season uh, that we'll likely ever see. There's an Astro in there. It's just teams with winning records. And, you know, we, we could describe the flaws in the voting system, but I, 
honestly, I the the right guy won, so that that's to me all that matters. I really don't think the the, the flaws or the uh, outrage is overly warranted. Look, if it if it cost Salvi money, okay. Um, I, I don't know his contract if if um, top five makes a difference. That that uh, that maybe is something that I should have. Uh, dove into prior to prior to joining you, but okay, that could make me upset if I was to learn that. But um, look, guys in front of them had tremendous years. If you look at OPS, OPS plus, they had better seasons than Salvador Perez. I understand he's a catcher, um, but if you want me to take that into account, I also got to take into account the fact that he was on a very bad team, playing a lot of very meaningless games for the whole second half of the season. So I expected him to finish higher, but I'm certainly not uh, angered by any of the six names that finished ahead of him. How's, uh, how's the off-seat in treating Vern? You doing nice? Having good times? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, shook off the effects of that booster shot. Uh, oh, nice. Lasted, you know, felt, felt a little groggy for about uh, 12 to 18 hours, but I'm back. Okay. I'm on the Lakers money line. Let's go. Yeah. They're doing good right now against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> look, everything's shaping up. I'm about to go watch that King Richard movie, so I'm doing well. Oh, okay. You, okay. I, I kind of dig that. I've heard it's a, a top five Will Smith movie, uh, the King Richard movie. So, we'll, well see about I know that. you're the expert. What are Do you have the top five off the top of your head? I mean, for one, I think Will Smith's the most overrated actor of our time. But if I had to give a top five, uh <sighs> I'd go pursuit of ha- pr- pursuit of happiness. That's up there. Independence Day, Men in Black, the first one. Um, Ali's in there, of course. That might be number one, actually. And then I'd probably go with uh, Wow, Wild Wild West definitely doesn't make it. Uh, no way. Yeah, no way. Maybe uh, I Am Legend. I think that had a good message and a good ending because of the butterfly tattoo. I enemy guess of the state wasn't he an enemy of the state? Solid. I, I liked that one. Yeah, that, is that Gene He's Hackman? Not the most overrated actor of our time. He there, is. there has to be. There has to be one. There has to be some. Will Smith. I just can't imagine. Yeah. I. I, I, I I don't know. You know more than I do, so I'll just... That's not... That's passive-aggressive on your part. I just think that the way that we look at Will Smith movies is that he just came out with a couple big bangers, and then we just thought everything he did was great. And that's not true. I don't think people did that. I don't know if you mentioned uh, either of the the Bad Boys Boys movies. Um, I don't think that people went gaga over his movies. Uh, Uh... Producers and directors did. That's why he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood for a very long time. But I think his bad movies were widely panned and uh, are are looked down upon like Wild Wild West. He got paid a ton of money to do that. Uh, He was maybe overpaid. Mm. But look, I'm not going to begrudge a guy for making too much. I was making too much. Well, yeah, don't we all? I mean, it's just, you know. He could have done the Matrix. He passed to do Wild Wild West. So you know, just a little bit of a, a little. Keanu Reeves. There's there's the most overrated Stop. actor. Stop. No way. He does every. He doesn't do. He doesn't do anything out of his realm. He's a. He plays the same role. Exactly. Which is perfect. He knows his. He knows his reach. Why would Will Smith want to play a cowboy from the 1800s? That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's Keanu Reeves point. is like. I could play like this guy that's a nerd, and I could play a cop. I could play uh, Bill and yeah, Ted. And you can't. You can't imagine that the selling point was well, Will. Uh, your co your your co star is going to be Kevin Klein. Right. 
Right. That do it for you, Will? Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein. Oh, yeah, I'm all in. Let's go. I think he was all in because they told him Sama Hayek was going to have her bare ass show in that movie. I think that's what got Will in. Uh, Josh Berner, I also have one more question for you. I broke my pinky toe. It's all over the internet right now. I have a 5K tomorrow. Do I do it? Uh, no, no. You're, you're not going to win anything. Uh, you're not going to be praised by anyone other than your friends and the people that care about you. So, no, look out for... 50-year-old Dusty and take care of that toe. Well, I'm always going to look out for my guy, Josh Verner. I'll talk to you a little bit later. We'll keep an eye on these Royals roster moves. And uh, when Bobby Witt Jr. is uh, on the opening day roster, I will, uh, I will be shirtless with a sign at the K, I promise. We all know it. We'll be looking for you. Take care, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. That's Josh Verner. His words of advice with a broken toe is, I'm not going to prove anything to anybody. It's all about morale and, uh, you know, pride for me when I'm 50 years old. Prove it to the Twitterverse. I'm going to do it, That's man. what matters most. I'm just, For I'm the gonna, people. I just feel like I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to be all right. You're going to do it. I know you are. All right. Well, I said something about four weeks ago on the Red Reaction Show, and I still stand by it, and now I don't want to play with house money. I want to keep going. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. It's 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens, Julio Sanchez, Werewolf at Night. We got you till 9 p.m. and then we are out of here. Kind of a special night in my heart um, because not only did Josh Vernier join us during football season, but also tonight in my hometown in Lee Summit, Missouri, uh, they had the Christmas tree lighting, the mayor's Christmas tree. My goal in life, Julio, and I want you to give me a realistic answer of how far away you think I am from getting there, is to be able to announce the lighting at the live event. Do you think I need to be a full-time radio host for at least three years until I can get that? Or is it longer or less than there? I don't know if you have to be full-time for three years, but you, you can have do it to next be year? full-time. Okay. I would say that would be need to be the case, yes. Okay, because Ryan Lefevre did it one year, and I am nowhere near the career of Ryan Lefevre. No, I think you'd a little, need a little bit more under your belt for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, not I want, there. I want pictures. No. I want text. There was a ton of people there tonight. It felt like it. Just to me, it's something that is like one of. And I don't watch like the Hallmark Christmas movies. I don't get into the whole thing, but I will watch the same three movies every year during Christmas time. I watch Home Alone. Um, a Christmas story. I don't watch that. I hate it. I'll watch uh, Home Alone. I'll watch the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version. Yep. And I'll watch uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Okay, those, those are all are solid. Like, those are the nostalgia-listic or the nostalgia movies that get me every holiday season. Home Alone 1, uh, Grinch, Jim Carrey version. And then uh, the other one that I will sneak in, of course, is Elf. I will definitely watch Elf. Yeah, but Home Alone 2 as well. Come on. Lost in New York is, is just as solid as the first. Big fan. Okay. Big fan. Uh, right. I saw that Disney Plus is actually coming out with like a new uh, Home Alone. Started. And bu- no and, one asked for it. And Buzz is a cop. No I think it's whole. I don't know why we keep doing this. Although I will say Home Alone three underrated. To uh, to your benefit, I don't know how many well named individuals there are out there that come from Lee's Summit that mm-hmm. would be ahead of you. A lot. I would assume. You think so? Yeah. I just want to. I want to be that guy. Give yourself a little credit. Come I want to be like three, two. One, light up that tree, which I guess could get the wrong message. You might see a lot of people pull out a lighter and because there is there. It's becoming more legal. Uh, but no, I, I want you. I do want to be that guy 
I don't know how much longer in my career I need to go. Maybe the text line 913-576-7610 can give me some, some insight on that. But I would like to be the guy that gets to announce, hey, here we are tonight in this beautiful city. We're going to light up this tree, and we're going to let everyone see the holiday season is in full force. That's how you know you've made it, huh? That's your gauge. That would be one That's of the your boxes. Gauge. I got you. That's one of the boxes you could check off. Because I'm never so, gonna, I'm never gonna hit the switch in the plaza. I've, I've gotten to my terms yeah, with that. That's you're not never that happening. Come on, Dusty. Come on. Never gonna happen. Come on. I might be able to be a part of it. I might be able to, like, you know, one day get in there and like, hey, we're gonna have this guy introduce this next guy. That's where my role could be. But I think in Lee's Summit, I might be able to one day be able to be the guy that brings everybody together and does the countdown before they hit the switch. I on think the you need street. to do a little more like live sports announcing type situations. Okay. Maybe get your name out there a little bit more. I think that's probably your fastest route. Okay. So, get out there a little more. Okay. Get out there a little bit You're more there, and, and get some more, get some more experience. For those of you that missed it earlier, I did break my, I did break my toe. Uh, you can check it out on 610 sports radio, uh, Twitter handle 610 sports KC. From the 816 to the 5K, Dusty, you can do anything for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, it's going to take me longer than 20 minutes. Uh, 40-year-old trail runner here in Chattanooga and intermediate faster as well. Keep it up, sir. Also, I did do the intermediate fasting. That was one of the best, like, six weeks of my life because it's really not as hard as you think. You just got to give yourself that window from, like, 10 to 6 to eat. And I ate a lot of salmon, and I am a huge salmon guy. Yes. Love me some salmon. Agreed. Big fan. But uh, where we go next on this uh, Werewolf at Night show is, I said four weeks ago, if you guys listen to the Red Reaction show every Monday night following a Chiefs game. Now, we won't have one for the next two weeks. Uh, this next Monday, it's K-State basketball. And then, obviously, there's nothing to react to after a bye week. So, coming up on December 6th will be the next Red Reaction show after the Chiefs will play the Broncos after the bye week. But what we said four weeks ago on the red reaction show was I want the chiefs to go three and one because four weeks ago where we were at with the Kansas city chiefs was where I didn't want to be. And when I didn't want people to be, which was where the sky was falling and pets heads were falling off. That's where the fan base was. That's where the majority of the city was. And that's where the text line was. And that's where the callers were. It's like, this team isn't good enough. This team isn't going to make the playoffs. It's going to be a struggle. They're going to have to go, Uphill the whole way, no soles in their shoes, six inches of snow on the ground. And now all of a sudden, three weeks later, just three weeks later, the Chiefs sit atop of the AFC West. They sit as the second seed in the playoff situation as of week 10, or I guess week 11. And they're playing Dallas, and they've won three of the four games so far. So my question to you now is, is three and one still the number or is it Jake Taylor win the whole effing thing? And I think you've got to lean your side on the Jake Taylor situation. What do we do now? Win the whole effing thing. That's what you go do now. Dallas gave you a favor and number 19, Amari Cooper, he ain't going to be there. CeeDee Lamb, Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, they're all going to be there. But 19 ain't going to be there. And this is a game in which I think the Chiefs should win. It's at home. It's Andy Reid versus Mike McCarthy, which, again, it's Mike McCarthy versus Andy Reid. If there's anything we should know, 
the first thing we do when we go head-to-head when teams play each other that are somewhat even, you look at quarterback, you look at head coach. Mahomes gets the slight advantage over Dak. There is no slight advantage when it comes to Andy versus Mike. None. Andy Reid ought to be able to find his weakness and exploit it every single second of this game. But when I said four weeks ago, and so did Nick Price, that you got to go 3-1 and one in these next four, now you're 3-0, and oh, ready for the fourth. So either way, you're either going to go 3-1 and one, or you're going to go 4-0. and oh. This game ain't ending in a tie. I'm not having that. There's no way that's happening. The, uh, the old monkey butt powder speech doesn't do it for you? No. Okay. Not absolutely. Absolutely not. And I refuse to consider this game a house money game. Because when I looked at this game originally, and I looked at the four games and the ones that I and the ones that I thought that they'd win and the one that I thought they lost or they would lose, I thought they'd beat Las Vegas. I knew they'd beat the Giants. I figured they could beat the Cowboys because, well, the Cowboys track record. I get it. They had a bad loss against the Broncos. And they had a big win against the Falcons. But I refuse to think that the Chiefs go into this with house money because you can look at how the Chiefs can officially flip this entire season and the entire AFC on its back. If they win this game against Dallas and they go 4-0 in that four-game stretch, they then go into a bye. When they come off of the bye, they'll then play the Denver Broncos. Do we need to repeat what Andy Reid is against his divisional opponents? What Andy Reid's record is off the bye? Because guess what? You heard it first on November 19th on Friday night on the Werewolf at Night that if the Chiefs beat Dallas, go into the bye week where they won't be talked about a whole lot because Thanksgiving will overshadow that. The NFL just moves too quick. But then when the Chiefs come back into the picture in two weeks, and they're getting ready to play Denver, all you're going to hear, maybe not local radio, but all you're going to hear is what Andy Reid's record is against the division, what Andy Reid's record is coming off of a bye, the fact that Chiefs are 7-4, and and why everyone should be mad at themselves forever giving up on the Chiefs offense and one Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the media and the rest of the world We'll do that. And that's why I refuse to say you're playing with house money. That's why I think you have to take the Jake Taylor approach. You've got to say you're going to just win the whole freaking thing. Because this might be, this game might be the biggest game on the Chiefs schedule the entire year. And I know every year and every week that can change. I still personally think the biggest game on the record or on the season this year is that Thursday night game in LA. I think that's the game. I think they can beat Dallas. I think they will beat Dallas. But boy, if they can go into L.A. at SoFi Field and beat the Chargers and capitalize on that tiebreaker, already beating Vegas, already beating the, the Broncos, and then taking a split with the Chargers, then you're looking at T-shirts for a division again. You're looking at possibly a home, well, you would be looking at a home game in the playoffs. And then you're going after the Titans or the Bills, who have a tiebreaker. But if you can outwit, outlast, and outplay like the game of Survivor tells you to do, 
You're sitting right back where you thought you'd be at the end of the season. And once again, what we tell you every Monday night, the season doesn't matter between weeks three and weeks 12. Let's get to the middle of December and the beginning of January before we start really seeing when this season matters. Because Mahomes didn't throw any interceptions last week. Does that carry over? Does this Mahomes that we see in the past where he comes and rips your heart out and stares at you in the eyes, refuses to blink, does that Mahomes start coming out? If so, look out. But I refuse to believe the Chiefs are going to be playing with house money after this week or going into this week. Go 4-0. and Then let's hear the conversation. Let's hear the nationwide apologies. Foot-in-the-mouth type of narrative when it comes to this game. Dak, Mahomes, it is what it is. One thing I refuse to believe, and I heard this on the drive today, so I had to dive into it. I like what those guys did with this segment. Variety came out with their top HBO shows of all time. It ain't right. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Final segment of the 7 o'clock hour here on the Werewolf at Night. Normally, you have Jay Binkley. He was on earlier today, more than 12 hours ago. When it comes to Binkley, he was on with uh, Fesco's show. From the text line, the Jay Southlands Tow Service text line, 913-576-7610. From the 816, you're both doing awesome, filling in for Bink. But I was with you and believed if there wasn't some key drops from receivers, the numbers would look different. They're just executing and being the team we thought they would be. I think Sunday won't be close. Man, I always want to say that the game's not going to be close because of what I think is going to happen. But then again, then it's always the opposite uh, of what I thought would happen. So I think... For my prediction, I think that the final score Sunday will be 31-20 Chiefs. I don't think there's any reason to hold that back until the final segment of the show. I think you all can come up with your own uh, predictions. But one thing that I did notice today, I was listening to the drive with a good friend of mine, Carrington Harrison and Rob Brenton. They both do a really good job from 2-6. to Other than the fact that uh, Carrington Harrison's voice was completely gone. I've been called Bruce Weber today. I've been called Doc Rivers. I don't know if his voice is worse than football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Hey, welcome back to Bink at Night. As we like to do, we call it Monday evening quarterback. I don't know who did it worse, Binkley or CDOT, when it came to losing their voice on the air. Definitely Binkley. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I don't even know. That, that's, that just shows you Jay Binkley's uh, tenacity. That was Bruce Weber times 10. Oh, man, 20. But anyways, Variety comes up today with their top 20 HBO shows of all time. And to me, I thought it was a little bit concerning that Sex in the City was number nine. You know, that is... Solid. I am right there with you. I learned a lot at the age of 14 listening to advice from Samantha, who was a very big role in my life, kind of gave me the attitude that I needed. And the fact that The Wire wasn't the number one show, I believe it is the number one greatest show of all time on HBO, followed by 
The Sopranos and Game of Thrones. Sopranos is what Variety had as the number one greatest show of all time on, on HBO. Um, the rest, you can find it at Variety.com. I don't need to go through the list with you, but I can tell you that Game of Thrones was not in the top three. The Wire was not in the top three. And Sex in the City was at nine. And that is the biggest mark against this list. I'm also going to throw uh, Curb in there. Curb is definitely top five for me. Did you wa- Have you been watching the new season? I uh, have not. Okay. So, I wait um, till the end. Okay. I wait till the end. So a very tough binge. show to have to wait for. I've watched every episode. In fact, I go through a uh, every week. I go back and forth with Fesco. He actually uh, is a Larry David fanatic like myself. We go back and forth when it comes to uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. This week's episode is classic, classic Larry David. Um, it's not a top five for you? It's got to be. Uh, I mean, it is for me. My top five, if I'm doing top five, I normally don't do a lot of lists, but if I do take a page out of the dry book today, my top five when it comes to HBO would be The Wire, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Curb, and then probably Oz. I'd I'd go Wire, Sopranos, Sex and the City, Mm -hmm. Curb, Game of Thrones. For those of you wondering, The Wire came in sixth, Cracking the top five, six feet under, and Deadwood. This list is an abomination. The, the top five is an abomination. Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. Jay Southland Toast Service Sex Line. What say you when it comes to your HBO shows? I just think when it comes to these, like the way that they did it, is like there's a lot of originality within their top five. Like Veep was in their top five. How, it was number two. How is right? Veep number two? It's won a lot of awards, Shameful. and it's. I, I don't know this. I, I mean, Deadwood, I've been told to watch. Um, but again, like these shows don't have like longevity. Like they haven't been out a long time. Like, I don't know how many people have actually seen every episode of Veep. I'm not one of them. I don't know how many people have seen every episode of Six Feet Under, which was a great show. It gave us Has not aged well, though. No, not at all. And uh, Sex in the City at nine. I mean, Sex in the so City underrated. was one of the it's very underrated. Very underrated. It was one of the shows that really made me check my masculinity at the door. How many other of these shows had had their own movies? Just saying. That's fair. I mean, I know that Game of Thrones is is disrespected in this list, and I think the final season is the reason why there's disrespect. Um, but I That's mean, fair. hey. That's fair. Game of Thrones is getting its – they're starting the spinoffs, man. House of the Dragon coming out sooner than you think. The Targaryen story. Love it. Can't wait to see it. We're going to see the beginning of what was, you know – all the dragons' names are all going to be coming up to force on here. We're going to see a house full of dragons. Literally a land full of dragons. Game of Thrones coming out. Oz, great show. I believe Oz was like the first HBO show to do it. Maybe there was one before that. The Wire, though, I mean, that's just... It's classic. It's just all up there. And you'd think that, like, the way HBO is and the way that HBO Max is running... Like, to me, HBO Max is the best streaming device. Without question. I have it. I love it. You can watch all these shows. I've seen The Sopranos all the way through once. That's the next show that I think I'm going to rewatch. And that, to me, is where you put value into a top five. Can you sit down, watch them again, find something new, and be like, I didn't catch that the first time. I did that with The Wire. I did that. I've seen every episode of Game of, Game of Thrones three times. That's impressive. Partially because it's a commitment. the last two seasons, I would watch Sunday, then watch Monday. So that kind of helped, and then I watched the first season over and over and over, or the first couple five, the the, the first four seasons over and over and over and over again. Um, so 
it just depends on where you're, I guess, where you're, where you lead. But I just, I don't see where six feet under is a top five. I don't see no. where. Um, I love it, but no. What was the other one? Like inspirational. It's like a show that's been on for like four years that I didn't even know was a show or informal. I don't know what it is. Insecure, Insecure. which has only been, I mean, I think it's got four. It's and I didn't even know four seasons. six feet under was only three years, only three, only four or three years running. Like, yeah, yeah, but I think there were like there were several. I think there was like six or seven. Let me see how many seasons. There were several seasons. There oh, they did like two than, within a year. Yeah, I remember I watched that show because it was on either before or after Curb Your Enthusiasm, and they showed a lot of sex in there. And as being a thirteen-year-old horny boy, I was all about it. Couldn't even tell you what the plots were most of the episode. I just knew that there was a son who was talking to dead people inside a morgue. Who was one of them was his dad. And then all of a sudden, I was like, that Dexter guy is from the Six Feet Under show that I used to watch. That's where he got his, that's where it started. From the 816, variety equals hot garbage. Number one, Game of Thrones. Number two, True Blood. Number three, Sopranos. Number four, The Wire. Number five, Oz. I don't know if I can throw True Blood in the top five. True Blood seasons one through through three, amazing. Yes. Once that lady that made all their eyes go black, once that season ended, it was over. Agreed. Like I didn't need anything after that. I yep. think her name was like Mary Ann. Yep. Had like Russell Edgington or something like that. It was like taking over the media. I was all in. Solid. And then once the the like god vampire disintegrated on the top of the roof and turned into a bunch of crystals, I was out. Once they went to Fairyland, I'm gone. Didn't need it anymore. We come back, I talk to you about this Dallas Chiefs game and what to me is important, but also what the Chiefs keep doing and avoiding and also are the Chiefs taking a page out of what was the 90s Cowboys playbook? This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 